Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Boss Bitch. <laughs> a.k.a. Carnitas. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I, I was making, carni- I'm making carnitas this morning, and I was like, I've made it before, and I never really dawned on me that it's little meats. I'm like, oh, that's a perfect day cake. <laughs> Uh, wow, body shaming. Um, <laughs> just wow. Oh, isn't it better to be little? Oh, okay. On this <laughs> on this episode, we will talk about the Thursday show. I'm sorry. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show. Daniel and Allison, your calls and Allison's B day. Also, the Thursday show. Jordan's. Oh my God, I can't read. Jordan's pitas. Ken's intense, tense, Allison's discombobulation. Speaking of discombobulation, holy shit. <laughs> um, all right. Let's introduce our very special guest for today. It's Ray Morgan. Welcome back to the show, Ray. Oh, thank you. Uh, speaking of discombobulation, it's Ray Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of discombobulation, <laughs> I need to catch that crack. Because, I, full disclosure... I'm a tad hungover this morning, and that could be the reason why things are uh, starting to fall apart before we even get started. <laughs> I'm blaming myself. But how are you guys doing? Are you guys drinking anything, uh, eating anything? What are you guys doing right now in the moment? Well, Lisa, um, I think you know that I'm on the <laughs> intermittent fasting train, so right now I'm having a cup of your favorite drink, hot black. Mm, hot and black. Uh, I've been doing the fasting all week with 20 hour fasting. And today I woke up and I'm like, I am going to need a little hair of the dog because I parts of last night. I don't remember. Um, Ray, what about you? Are you drinking anything? (laughs) It's a little early for me. Oh Oh, God. I'm not judging. Um, No, I just got water this morning. Um, I did have a, a couple of few last night, but not too many. I'm fine. I haven't been really hitting it too hard. I mean, every day I drink, but I don't really get drunk. But last night, I don't know what happened. This morning, I'm like, did I yell at anybody last night? I don't remember. Um, whatever. Uh, but kudos, kudos to both of you if you're um, fasting or dieting at this point. I've been eating like a pig. I feel like a fat, hairy thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've been eating my feelings as well. I feel like I started gaining... I'm I'm afraid I'm going to gain the COVID-19. Um but I I think I gained like 5 pounds. I'm like nope. So this week I lost like 3 just fasting and whatever. But yeah, I need to get back on track because I I could you only eat your feelings for so long, right? I've um, been doing it for 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the food left out from the night before. I'm talking about like <laughs> I don't feel like my feelings would taste very good <laughs> mine would be a, a tad bitter <laughs> <laughs> um let's do a round of shout outs little rafi do you have any shout outs shout out to lk because i have something called informed delivery from the post office and they send me emails of the mail that i'm going to get and apparently there's something from her and like I mentioned, I'm drinking my hot black out of my boss bitch mug with Elaine on it that she sent me. And uh, I think that's it. Uh, what about you, Ray? 
Oh, just shout out to all the usual suspects on the Facebook uh, fan page. It's um, I don't have anything in specific right now. I think that's a, a good blanket one. It, typically, <laughs> most of the ones I say are all those people. Uh, my shout outs are to Brittany. Oh, crap. There's a spider in my notes. God damn it. Oh, my God. All right. Also, to Toby, Superfan Megan, Leanne, Tamara Holler, Tim Ortez, Lauren Kelly, Ulysses, Ray Morgan, who's sitting here with us today, Sadie Rose, Scott Marquez, Paul Angstrom, Jay Inslee, Trice, T. Dizzle, Whitney, Kelly, and Dr. J. All good. For many different reasons. For... Oh, also shout out to you, Lil Rafi, for the, the happy hour. I think I shouted it out last week, but that was really fun, and I was reminiscing about that and just anytime we get together in any form i feel like it's great and i loved that you did the happy hour and also we got together and played loteria and that was awesome i was just thinking that um i can't believe we're not gonna do something today i have nothing else to look forward to oh. also <laughs> shout out to chloe who just turned 16 i believe Aww. the dog that is um, I'm looking at her right now because I put my phone on the pillow Megan gave me Aww. so it doesn't uh, make any noise. But she's staring at me with a look of hatred because Megan abuses her. Oh, so I had a Facebook reminder from I think it was three years ago and it was Chloe's birthday and she was at our house and the kids made signs for her and stuff. So I just uh, that's a good shout out to Chloe Money. I didn't realize she shared a birthday month with her mom. That's pretty cute. I had um, no idea she was that old. <laughs> Megan's birthday is That's next human month. years. Oh, wait. It's not June yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my But God. yeah, Chloe Can you just run the show, now. Rafi? <laughs> that that is crazy that uh Chloe can drive uh Wienermobile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I feel like this is unraveling here, but you know what? It's my fault. Let's talk about Monday, shall we? <laughs> Um, I like that Allison, first of all, likes to start the show with talking about where they're recording, which is funny, and talking about the maybe negatives or uh, their headspace uh, before recording. And maybe she had um, some stress or some, she took things the wrong way. And she said, maybe we should start with maybe a positive affirmation or like you would in a sporting event where we get together. So what do you think about doing that? Let's all get together and have a great show. I probably should have done that before we did this. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, anytime you see like a concert video, you'll see the performers yes. backstage like doing a group prayer type thing. And um, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not keep, a fan of that. Keep uh, <laughs> that religion out of my musical performance. Well, maybe that. Yeah, well, we could we could pray to someone else if you wanted to or something else. <laughs> I do that in my own time. <laughs> porcelain gods. Um, a white porcelain god. Of course. You can get a... Okay, never mind. Nope. <clears throat> okay, they were talking about... They talked about this on Monday and on Thursday. So I, I want to talk about it now because... Because it, it it's something that's happening now with the lockdown is easing up. And nothing has changed. So I don't know why... Like, nothing's changed from March to now. So easing up, I guess, because people are just sick of it and we're just going to like let the chips fall where they may, I guess. I don't really know. Um, I went and picked up food yesterday and then he said, oh, we're going to be open next week. And I thought, oh, cool. And I got home. And I'm like, 
ain't no way I'm going to go eat dinner in, in a restaurant yet. Like, I just don't feel like I'm ready for that. And I don't know when I'll feel ready. And I'm wondering how you are, guys are feeling with like the, the easing of things without any change in the world. Well, I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> Only because um, I've been uh, working this whole time. I'm actually physically going to work. Oh. And... And, you know, late March, it was surreal. It was, uh, I'd get up early in the morning and I was the last person in Los Angeles. I'd, I'd drive through downtown empty and it was like, oh, that's whoa. Weird. Yeah, at first it was just kind of like cool and different and I'll never see this again. And and then as the days go by, people are, you know, not here for a reason. And that's kind of freaking me out. Oh, that is and, weird reality and as as it progressed now traffic is picking up again and i'm like um you, you fuckers are giving me anxiety now <laughs> <laughs> you're getting spoiled by all the the good traffic oh i loved that but uh, yeah the the freeways are like the autobahn <laughs> yes i know if you go if you're going less than 80 miles an hour you're you're slowing shit up Oh my God, I have to drive every day to Irvine, not every day, a couple times a week with my mother-in-law and she goes like 50 on the freeway and then she's, why is this person in my backseat? And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to, she gets flipped off almost every day. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just going to stay on my phone and just for, if this is the way I die, this is how I go, <laughs> going 50 miles an hour on the freeway. Um, Yeah, it's, I know it's getting a little bit more traffic now I've been noticing and uh, Lil Rafi, has the the Coke business picked up at all for you to be able to get back to work? Yeah. Uh, seeing how they have not uh, contacted me, I'm going to guess no. Oh. But every time I do go out, I still see the trucks wandering around mm -hmm. making their deliveries. Um, yeah, I'm not uh, exactly ready for things to open up. But at the same time, I kind of feel like, yeah, go ahead. Let more people get sick and <laughs> more people can die. And then... Uh, I don't know. Less traffic, either way. True. Yeah, we're not we're not locked down to cure the disease or anything. It's just to slow the progress so the hospitals don't get overwhelmed. Uh, people are still gonna get it. People are still gonna die. We we don't have you know cures or any of that shit. It's just um, let's just slow this shit down a bit. Yeah, and I just feel so like we can handle it. I don't want to go out because I don't want to contribute to any more whatever and like going and helping my mother-in-law she has all kinds of people coming into this house that i'm like i don't want to be in a house full of strangers it just it makes me very uncomfortable so um but i was thinking about the spanish flu and i and i was talking with my husband because i said okay that was only like 100 years ago and first of all i'd never even heard of it which is kind of strange but uh I wonder how long did it take between... You're familiar with Spanish fly, though. Right? Okay. <laughs> My memory is a little faded on that one. Um, yeah. I. How long did it take before like, you weren't going to theaters? You weren't doing anything to going to the way we were, you know, just up till last year? Like, everything's just business as usual. Like, what, what kind of transition had to happen? Like, I think about after 9-11 everything changed for us in certain ways, but you just, you acclimate and like, that's just the new normal. It seems like they didn't really do anything different. Nobody's washing their stuff or nobody's disinfecting stuff. Like, I don't, 
maybe we're going to learn something from this one, but I don't know. I just wonder what the transition is going to be like because I hate even just picking up food. It stresses me out because I have to go in and like, you know, see somebody and then I have to clean all the, the food when I get home. And it just like, it's a constant reminder of like, <laughs> I could just infect someone or I could get infected. I hate it. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. Yeah. Um, e even if everything was opened up fully today, people aren't going to want to go out. Right. And people will be masked whether they are required to or not. And uh, the restaurants are going to get hit real hard. Yeah. I think you're right. I I think it was like two weekends and ago. Movies and oh God, movies. Sporting especially. events. I, thought, I don't know how they're going to do shit. the movies. I told... Mike, I said, how are you going to go to the movies? I mean, you can lose some seats, but then, like, if you get there and we're the group, what, are you going to sit, like, six feet away from people that you came with? Like, how are they even going to do that? But maybe the drive-in theaters will start coming back. I've heard some people are, some places are opening up, and I think that would be kind of cool. But, yeah, things are going to be different. Um, can you imagine Coachella right now? <laughs> oh, God. I couldn't imagine it before. <laughs> <laughs> now it just sounds like even more of a nightmare like we're just all going to be in a plastic bubble and i know i mentioned this before but i don't know any other species that can infect each other just by being together like what are we just not supposed to be here <laughs> what's happening yeah we don't need to talk about the lockdown or any of that anymore how about that um <laughs> but the i okay so oh my god i can't even think fuck okay <clears throat> So they started taking calls and this has become sort of a Monday thing. And I know at the end of this episode, she was talking about people like these episodes and people are hoping that they keep them. And I agree with that, but I don't think she needs to trade it for the Mondays. I think she needs to go back to her interviews and get people that maybe she wouldn't have gotten before because they're far away. Like really, she could be opening up so many opportunities to have a bunch of people on, but I still, I do think I love these shows and in the future, hopefully we won't be talking about the pandemic and people will just be calling in and I think they just need to have a third episode every, every week. I think that that would be a lot of fun. She was pretty spot on with all the things she was saying. It was almost like she listens to this show or is in the Facebook group. Mm. Um, she was like literally verbatim saying things that the fans have been saying um so i'm getting a little suspicious okay. allison if you're listening to this um just stop oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the first caller was from jess flowers the carbs are who we keep trying to get on here but she's she's like our white whale apparently um but she's enjoying quarantine and i think because she probably has the best uh, situation where her kid is older, she can work from home. And I think I've kind of had the same feeling where I'm actually kind of enjoying this. I'm enjoying everyone being home. Um, there's not as much fighting as you would think. Like we've figured out to how to do like more fun things as a family, which is like, we could have been doing all of this all along, but it's been really, it's like we're forcing ourselves like, okay, we're going to go outside and play catch or we're going to go. We've been watching I love Lucy and like we have, a monopoly game that we're playing like all these things that we could be doing anyway but we're just like coming up with new ways to have fun together and i feel really bad for <laughs> daniel and allison because they have uh the young child resentment and i feel for them because i think they're in hell and i i think i kind of forgot 
what it was like to have young kids until they talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't envy them at all, especially with no help. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, it's a 24-7 three-year-old battling the one-year-old. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Can um, I say one it, more thing also? Like, we never hear wh- anything about Owen. I, I feel like we know Elliot. She mentions Owen. I'm like, oh, right. They have a second kid. Like, I never hear about Owen. I don't know what his personality is. I don't know anything about, like, how anything. Like, I feel like he's the forgotten child. Well, that's what happens when you're chill. You know? Oh, you're okay. I'll deal with the problem one. That's so true. That is extremely accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I feel bad because he's going to be the one going to therapy. Like I was forgotten as if I was the middle child. No, um, (laughs) it is just kind of funny because I just, when they mention him, I'm like, Oh, right. (laughs) Poor Owen just gets like swept under the rug. He's fine. He's fine. Um, yeah. And all he wants to do is play with his brother. (laughs) Oh, poor Owen. Elliot's having none of it. Yeah. I, I know they were talking about thinking about hiring back their nanny. And I think obviously that would be a huge help to them. But I mean, like we're saying, it's just a huge risk for everybody involved. And it, it, at a certain point, there's a light in, at the end of the tunnel for them. But I mean, still, I wonder with the offices opening up, if Daniel will be able to go back to work and then he'll have some peace. It will eventually. I wonder if he's ever considered um, going into the podcast cabin because hashtag Al always says that he's like, he has his office uh, in the house and he can't even hear what else is going on. So I wonder if he could do that, but then that puts all the burden on Allison. So if she has to like record anything or do any of her stuff, that's probably not the best time to try. But I I mean, he should try to get away um, if he can. And I think like what he was saying about maybe, uh, I forgot which call it was, but it was later on. Oh, when Rick called from New York and he was talking about, and Daniel was saying, you know, and we've all talked about like, this is a time to take up some new hobby or he had like a good point of like, oh, now you can read a bunch of books and just stack up the books. And now you can see like progress and something happening. And I think for me, like I did, I wanted to start a new hobby, but then I also thought I have so many art projects that I've wanted to do and I could easily come out to the shed I have hours during the day by myself because the kids sleep in. Like I could be out here doing a project and I would get lost in it and just forget about the world. And like, that's what I should be doing. It's such an easy fix to feel better when I'm feeling bad. And it's just like crazy that we're not doing any of this. And I should start today. (laughs) I'm jealous of (laughs) y'all. I know. I I know. I'm I'm not jealous of unemployed people, of course. Um, But, ah, man, it, it sounds great. It was like, your time is your own. Right. It, it's but... so true. I've been working more. Like, I don't watch the baby anymore, but I've been helping my my mother-in-law work. And it's been awesome to make more money. But then also I have days where I'm like, cool, I don't have to put, like, no alarm is set. I can sleep until, like, 7.30. And it just feels like I have the whole day to myself. It's so, it's it's been awesome and sucky at the same time it's like it's 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 weird but i think i will be sad when it's over (laughs) when i'm not forced to have to be home because i i I don't know i like being home anyway but yeah i i think it's funny like jess and also i think um 
Nikki from Seattle, she's enjoying her time. Uh, but she's being she's alone and she's enjoying her time. So it was kind of nice to start to show off like two positive people like, hey, we're enjoying our quarantine. Sorry, it sucks for everybody else, basically. You know, I always wondered why uh, solitary confinement was like the ultimate punishment. Mm. If you're in jail, I think that'd be awesome. I'm away from all these criminals. Oh, my God, especially in jail. By myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out something. <laughs> yeah, you figure out something. You'll whittle like the block wall or something. Um, I think that's the other thing that like, obviously we are lucky and fortunate enough to have our houses like really spread out. So I could be in the shed on the very opposite side of the property. My husband could be in the in the garage and like we don't know anything that's going on. It's like perfect. Um, so we can escape. We have that like ability to escape even just in our own house, which is nice. And the kids like being in their own rooms and like we all have our own space. And I think that's a huge part of it is just like finding your own like place to hang out. Um, but Nikki was talking about she was one of the first fan phone calls when she, I guess when Allison brought it back, I think she was saying. But then they started talking about Tom Rapp and like that whole story again. It just makes me realized i need to reach out to him again and like put the pressure on to be on the show because he said he would but like he's a little busy right now but it would be fun to hear his side of it and just the fact that a fan came up with the music and he, he's such a big, huge part of the show it's kind of cool i keep uh remembering that i keep saying i'm gonna post the thing the clip from youtube where he uh dustin asked for the song and then trap dog came up with it and uh, I'm going to have to get around to that one of these days. Well, you know, I know you're busy today, but if you can find the time, <laughs> post it. You know, the the only thing I've learned uh, during quarantine about my productivity is that, well, I already kind of knew this, but if I don't do something immediately, mm. it's never going to get done. Okay, that I think that happens to me all the time anytime in life and especially when we're doing this show where we're like oh we should do this oh we should tweet about that we should post this and then the next week i'm looking through my notes i'm like all right weren't we supposed to do a bunch of stuff <laughs> that conversation made me think allison needs to do fan phone call again i think that would be super fun i think the bonus episode every week she should do a third episode where it's either people calling in or she, and then she maybe does one fan phone call or something like that where it's just I don't know I think that's what drew me to her show so much in the beginning is her connection with her fans and her accessibility I guess I don't know she just I think that's what drew me to her her show is she just seems so real but also accessible so I think that would be a fun third episode just like hey let's call some fans and let's let's all call in and talk about what's going on in our lives i don't know i think it sounds kind of cool yeah i i agree um her accessibility is a big part of her appeal as a podcaster um but she's not really open to the third she, she remember when she started out after Corolla and had like the third saturday episode with daniel yeah i i liked that Same. i thought that was great and and she could do that. She could do, uh, you know, her and Daniel take fan phone calls or, yep. you know, do the, nah, I don't think she's that into it. But also, I mean, when she was doing that third episode, it was sort of like a recap of their week. And I feel like that could be harder right. to do. And with fan phone calls or people calling in, 
like the show is written for you like you, all the content is just there all you have to do is listen and comment on it it's like that's such an easy show to do but also i think enjoyable to listen to um yeah and i and i've liked the the monday daniel episodes but, but it, just there's always a but this time just because it's this time right um i don't think it should be permanent i think she should go back to the interview because right. she's just so good at it um but you know a third episode a week i'm down yeah totally even if they did it once a <laughs> month but like of course it'd be more stuff for us to talk about <laughs> which is uh making our job harder but uh, yeah, I think it would be enjoyable, and I think whoever the guest she was supposed to have on, where she's trying to decide if she wants to be on a Monday or a Thursday, I think she needs it to just go back to Monday uh, interview shows, and let's, yeah. Allison, if you're listening, then uh, listen. <laughs> no. <laughs> or, as Rafi said, uh, don't listen. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so Sam called in. And wanted to clarify her iTunes comment that she wasn't being negative, that it actually was a positive thing, that she likes the minutia, and I think that's another reason why we all love Allison. Um, but she was talking about breaking up during quarantine, and I feel like going from just flowers of like, quarantine, this is awesome, we're having the best time, we're connecting, and then then you go down to Sam where she's like, shit. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine breaking up during quarantine when you've decided to quarantine with that person. Now, what do you do? I think that's what she was saying as far as the stress is adding to the stress is because they're probably together and separated, which is like, sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, there's a big difference between being the breakup-er and the breakup-e. Mm. It's probably great if you're the breakup-er. Like, ah, oh, finally. But if you've, if you've had your heart broken... Uh, that'd be awful, especially Oof. now. There'd be no other diversions, you know? I think there's a pretty easy, mm. clear-cut solution. Mm. Um, I've seen this many a time on TV. You put a line across the room <laughs> and, uh, you know, one person gets the bed and the other person gets the toilet. Like, it's pretty obvious what you do. That's like, but everyone knows that uh... there's the dumper and the dumpy and to the victor <laughs> go the sports. <laughs> Uh, so I was trying to think, like, after she was talking, I thought, I don't, first of all, if I was quarantining with someone and it was going downhill, I don't know if I could be like, we're breaking up. Like, I can't imagine, I I think I would push harder to stick together, at least until the end of it, because it just seems like it would have to be pretty bad to break up. I, I can't imagine that scenario. That's like Me a either. sitcom. Yes. It, oh, come my God. This is, gonna, this is what's going to come out. Of, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So going back to I Love Lucy, literally the episode we were watching yesterday, they drew a line down the middle of the room. <laughs> it all um, comes back to Lucy. It does. Men are messy. That episode is great. Um, but yeah, so this is going to this is going to breed like some a whole new genre of like sitcoms dramedies this quarantine there's gonna be tons of stories coming out but yeah i think i would stick with it longer because of quarantine but also i made me think about my past and i don't think i've ever broken up with anybody before <laughs> i think i've always been the what's the shitty end of the stick <laughs> the breaky always I don't, I'm trying to like really You've think. You've never told anyone to fuck off? I think I've ghosted people. 
Lisa, is that only because they've all died mysteriously? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I only have two ex-boyfriends that died. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That we know of that one, they found. So you got me beat. Well, and then also one stalker that is dead. So there's three. But he was not a boyfriend. He just wanted to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever said like, okay, we are breaking up. Like, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with anybody to break up with him. I think I just like kind of, like, I usually would coast into like a new relationship and it would just kind of like speak for itself. But I don't think I've ever broken up with anybody like actually done that. What about okay. you guys? I can't even imagine. Yeah, I have. Do you have to like have a meeting? Like, okay, here's my here's my um, spreadsheet. This is why we're breaking up. Well, I mean, these were all like teenage like relationships that was like, I'm done with you. You're, it's over. <laughs> and she was, I don't know, she was bitching at me for something. I'm like, I've had it. Go away. Yeah, I guess uh, the so this not to bring it back to Seinfeld again, but I will. A lot of times I would think like we're breaking up, and I'm like, "Hey, we're broken up," and they're like, "No, we're not." Uh, I just do like Jerry, and I say, "Have a nice life," as I walk out. <laughs> You're even, Steven, Anyway, so a new broad would show up at your door momentarily. Um, I'm still waiting. Oh, <laughs> I think I just heard a knock on the door. <laughs> Chinese food. <laughs> Uh, Lisa, that's the Chinese food. I gotta go. <laughs> God damn it. See, this is what happens. We're, we're gonna. Tr- it's gonna turn into the Seinfeld podcast when nobody else is around. <laughs> oh, which is not the worst thing in the world. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So with the Sam call, they talked about the fact that this is something that people say that I a hundred percent don't believe, and it's something that Allison said. She said that time heals wounds. I don't think time heals anything i think i time can make it feel better but i feel like with well also depending on the thing but like i'll use an example is like my relationship with my sister or the relationship with my grandmother where like it's strained and there was a lot of pain and like a lot of like hurt that went along with that and time has made me sort of like forget about it because it's not like i'm thinking about every single day like oh my god they totally hurt me but if they were to come back into my life like that kind of like brings that pain back up like literally my grandma did call me this week and I let her message sit there for a couple of days until last night and I listened to it and I was like fuck like it opened up all of these like old wounds again of like shit like there's no way I can have a conversation with her that's rehashing anything and like getting an apology like none of that would happen and not that I even would want that, but like now I feel bad like not calling her back because at a certain point she's gonna die and I have to think like well I feel bad that I didn't call her and just like make her actions okay by just like forgetting it? I don't know. I'm just just I don't know. <laughs> uh I'm not Dr. Jen. I don't have any mm. advice for you. <laughs> this is the best show ever. You <laughs> you should be my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a wise man once said, time wounds all heals. Um, and then another person said that time plus tragedy equals comedy. <laughs> okay, so, so and that's where, I get my hum- that's where I get my humor. Um, so I, to me, the person that says time heals everything is a person that does horrible things to people. They're like, meh, 
walk it off. Um, but I, I, I don't think so. John Lennon was a pretty stand-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just read about him. You'll, you'll see. Oh, good. I can't wait. Oh, me read? I don't know about that. Uh, Allison talked about her birthday and Mother's Day and... Daniel was saying that it was tough for him because you have back-to-back holidays and I and I get that and Allison describing her what she wants to do for Mother's Day or for her birthday I had this exact same thought this year because my husband my husband thought oh I'm gonna make you dinner I'm gonna do all this stuff like he wanted to plan everything I thought okay cool but I still wanted like when he was cooking dinner I was like oh I'll come help you and part of it was because I wanted to control the situation of like, I know how I want my steak cooked. <laughs> so like, I don't want it to be like overcooked or like whatever. But then I'm like, he wants to do this. Like, let him do it. Like, relax, like relax the control a little bit. Like you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be exact, whatever. Like I, letting him have that was like a little bit more than I just, I don't know. I just waved the white flag. I'm like, just do anything you want. If you want my help, I'll help. But I didn't want to insert myself. And we got a nice Seinfeld reference from Daniel during this about George Costanza doing the opposite of everything that he thinks he should do, that he usually does. Um, I'm, I think, oh my God, I just had a genius idea. Ooh. Megan likes making documentaries. Mm-hmm. What if I do the opposite for a year Oh, and Megan documents it. My God! Yes. And we see the inevitable uh, decline in my life. <laughs> no, maybe you'll get a job with the Yankees, and <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, there's nowhere to go but up from here. I guess. I mean, that is probably true. <laughs> Do you? I mean. I'm... Living in California, for God's okay, sake. Okay, let's... How can it get any worse? And that is the opposite of what you would have done. So see how great it's been so far? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Megan, you have your work cut out for you. Uh, they did two positive iTunes comments of the week, which I think... Or Apple, whatever the fuck it's called. And I think they must be listening, at least to Leanne, because Leanne said, no more negative, just do positives. And uh, so... One of them was le- loving the Daniel episodes, and the other one was listening to the opening songs, right? And like enjoying it. It's the only one that they listen to, like listen, listen, listen. It used to be for me until the childish thing happened. I just fast forward through all of it. <laughs> uh, same. And whenever I put a very long music clip at the beginning of the uh, BFF episode, I think should I shorten this? And I think, no, people fucking skip podcasts all the time. I'm just uh, another one of the problem, you know? Yeah, you are a part of the problem. I usually, when I'm editing, I will keep it to 30 seconds at the beginning. And then at the end, I'm like, you know what? Maybe somebody wants to enjoy this entire song. I'm just going to leave the whole thing there because that's the point where you can either turn off the show or enjoy it, right? Yeah, for sure. At the end, I say go long. Okay. I like to go long in the end. All right. Mm. <clears throat> uh, they talked about seeing their friends. And one of the things that recently happened, you know, I, you know, I'm very close with my neighbors. And so on Sundays, sometimes we'll go to one guy's house and play pool. And then like, we've been going to Larry's house once in a while and hanging out in the garage. And 
we've gotten very like lax about our behavior as far as like the last time we hugged and I was just like, holy shit, what did, what is happening? Like I started getting anxiety about it. Like we can't just be this like reckless, you know what I mean? And then the last time we were all like drinking, of course, and we had just, we just got a front porch put on. And so I said, well, why don't we have like a progressive front porch party? Like we go from every house to every house and like, you know, and everybody has like, you have food at each one, like what we usually do at Christmas time. And so we're all so excited. And then like the next, the next couple of days I started getting like so tense and so like, oh, I don't think we should do this. Like, I don't want to eat other people's food. And like, we shouldn't be like getting so relaxed with all of this. And so then I just kind of like made up a lie to kind of back out of it. <laughs> and, but we still like boiled it down to like, we're just going to come to our porch. We're, I'm going to make it so we're all like six feet apart. I'm going to make something to eat. Like we're going to have drinks and stuff, but I just started getting so like anxiety ridden about doing that. And I think that's like, uh, I don't know. I, what do you think is a smart idea? Is there a happy medium or should I just like, I don't know. What do you think? I, I need some advice, Dr. J. I mean, Rafi. <laughs> you live in Orange County. Okay. And uh, as they say, when in Rome. Uh, so yeah, you're, uh, you're doing exactly On what par. Orange County, County people would be doing right now. And I say stick with it. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Um, <laughs> so another thing that I did yesterday, and it was my son's... Well, first of all, Ruby's graduated from eighth grade. So I went to go pick up like a special sign for her at, at the high school. That's like, oh, you're going to come to the school or whatever. Hooray. And then for my son, they did like a drive through, like pick up your yearbook. And for the seniors, they're going to have like a whole graduation that's like that. You're just driving through the parking lot. So I was going through and I was like, partially like really like thought it was cool well it is cool but like then the other side of me i was like i feel like i'm gonna cry at the same time <laughs> so like this is like the worst ever it's just horrible <laughs> that we had to drive through and like everyone's wearing a mask and it's like everyone's being positive i'm like i don't like any of this it's so weird <laughs> how was your high school graduation <laughs> probably got shot up okay so for mine which i'm laughing at yours and I really should be laughing at mine because from continuation school, the graduation is pretty silly. I actually, it didn't get shot up, but I did have a real horrible boyfriend at the time that would like try and attack me at school. So like the teachers would have to lock the doors. And so there was like a real threat of him being at the, at the graduation. So it was like very scared. And then they played like a cassette tape of the song. <laughs> To get your like little diploma or whatever it was really you know what that's way worse <laughs> right you better not put pomp and circumstance <laughs> in this episode or i will be very upset it this show is pomp and circumstance don't you think <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna name it hot black or boss bitch but i think oh. pomp and circumstance is where we're gonna land um but I do have this need to see everybody and I loved for your birthday that we all got together. Like it, even though we were, I think we were, we were mostly safe. I think when we were staying in front of uh, 
Pandora and having beers maybe were a tiny bit close to each other. But um, other than that, like it was like super cool to be able to just have a picnic six feet apart. And like, I don't know, I, I would like to do more of that. And um, I know Dr. Jen's into coming out. So I think this needs to happen like soon because I need something to look forward to. Yeah, same. Um, I've been seeing Megan like uh, once a week, oh. but oh. not not exactly. But, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I'm I, I, like I said, I'm not the best person to ask because I'm a pretty <laughs> lone wolf type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Um, so back to Rick from New York, he was talking about going just the fact that like New York's a ghost town. It sounds like the same thing Ray was talking about with LA and that must be really fucking strange. Um, and he was talking about the fact that he was supposed to travel. I think he was going to, was it Switzerland or somewhere like next month? And I was almost going to book one of our favorite places to go for as a family trip. I was almost going to book it the other day. Cause I'm like, that'll probably be open in June. And then I started thinking, I'm like, holy shit, June's like right around the corner. There's no way I could, I will feel comfortable going to a hotel like right now, I just, I don't think that's possible. But um, then Daniel was talking about virtual tours and rides on YouTube. And I thought that sounded kind of, it's one of those things where I'd be like, this is so cool. And then after a while, I'd be like, this is so fucking lame. <laughs> it's just a reminder that we can't be anywhere. Yeah, I have no interest in the Disney tour thing. That seems weird. It does seem weird, and but you're not a big. You're not a big like happiest place on earth anyway, are you? No, but the Peterson Automotive Museum that I <laughs> have a membership for that I cannot use, um, they're doing virtual tours, and that I guess could be better because like it's the same thing you'd be doing at the museum. They show you the car and they tell you the history of it. Um, I still haven't watched one, but uh, I'll let you know if I get that desperate. But it's... if it was a theme park, like, hmm. what am I going to look at the fucking rides I can't ride? Like, come on, right. get at it. <laughs> my, my wife and daughter are both into that so much. Really? <laughs> they're they're Disney addicts. So have they done this yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Not so only that, it's like they, riding they, the they ride? like checked out the rides at like you know Disneyland, Shanghai, uh, Paris, etc. Mm. Okay, so I sort of <laughs> had interest in seeing at least what that would be like because I guarantee you, if I was in Shanghai or Paris, I would not be going to Disneyland. So that would be cool to just see what it's like. But hmm, that's interesting. So they love Disneyland so much that they they need it for their fix. Yeah, yeah, and they're also like looking at the retro what the pirates of the caribbean looked like in oh, 1971 fun. okay i might have before to, it got i might have to check this out and... <laughs> yes <laughs> i think about that like i grew up with all of that where it's just like the skinny guy chasing the fat or the fat lady chasing the skinny guys and the skinny guys chasing the hot buxom ladies <laughs> yes uh i mean that that's that's real that's real life is what that is um <laughs> Um, but also, so the last call was like one of the best fucking calls. And it was from Paul, our good pal, Paul. And he talked about just Becky and his, one of his last memories of being with her and the way he articulated everything. It was just so heartwarming and heartfelt. And I, I kind of had the same feeling where I think what Allison and Daniel were both kind of saying as far as like, 
if life goes on, like, are you just kind of like d- diminishing their life by not always being sad about it or whatever? And I, and I don't think that that's true. I think she would obviously want us all to be living and cause that's what she did. And it was a nice reminder of just these tiny memories that we have with her, that we had with her, or that we have with anybody in our lives that could be gone tomorrow. And I think hearing him talk was just so fucking special to hear. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. That was, that was great. And plus I, um, I'm, I just feel a tang of regret that the last time I spoke to Becky was on Allison's zoom call on Patreon. And she was talking about, uh, we're talking about Costco's. Yes. And, um, and she said the Costco near her was like the first one ever. And, and I think I said something snarky, like, like, Oh, Lottie die you and your Costco. (laughs) I think I said something too, because everyone was like, we don't want to be talking about all this stuff anymore. And I think I kind of was like, cut it off as well. So I have that same kind of like tinge of like, fuck. (laughs) I know. I was like, geez, if I knew it was the last time I'd I'd said something different. (laughs) Right. Like, uh, yeah, or she just was, let she her was talk gone about it more. Two like... weeks afterward, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, uh, you know, shocking when someone you feel like who's so full of life is just gone. It's, it's yeah. happened to me before, but it's, it's never, um, you know, it's never good. It's just never, right. uh, expected. And, uh, you know, it, and it just takes a while to process. And I think, like, not that I've forgotten about her, but, like, she will pop into my head, like, every once in a while where, oh, I remember this conversation we had. Or when she, even, like, just this stupid, like, little things, you know, that we talked about and some of my favorite memories of her. Like, when we, Allison had one of her live streams and she and I were in my bed on our own computers doing the live stream and I was just like it was one of those like just small moments but like I look back and I'm like that was so cool (laughs) that we had that to experience together and 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 then I also get the tinge of like guilt of a couple of things actually because I think like what if she would have died while she was here like what would I have done like what would (laughs) you have done you know what I mean like I don't even she's somebody we met through Twitter. Like, I don't really know her family that well. And like, I could have figured it out, but like, can you imagine? And then I thought about like the last time she was here, she was in the hospital the whole time. And I'm like, should we have like shut everything down and go and hung out with her there? Like, you know what I mean? Like there was so much that I, I don't know if I regret really, or if I just like, I, it's things I think about where I think, I wonder if she wished we were, or she's just like, no, fuck it. Like you guys need to be doing what you did. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what she told me, but still, (laughs) you know, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, you weren't thinking that, uh, you know, it was danger was imminent. I guess it was, though. Uh, she went in the hospital when she was down there. Yeah. Um, I literally, I, one what, of the what, last... Was it, was it life and death then? I, I well, don't know. She, I, I, she, yeah, I don't know. She had some sort of blockage, but even, like, the next, like, last year she was supposed to come and I said I think I literally said do you have a death wish <laughs> because, oh, God. I mean seriously because I thought who comes all the way out to like a different state and has to like be in the hospital the whole time 
the whole time and then plans to do it all over again. I was just like, that shows fortitude to like. Right. Oh, well, what are the odds it will happen right. again? Right. Right. So and being able to see her like in San Francisco, like I'm so glad like I had like things that were coming up that I almost didn't go. And I'm just like so thankful for like those moments that we had. And so hearing Paul, it was just very it was just very sweet and nice to hear him talk about her so sweetly and like it was it was very good yeah so agree totally so i'm curious if either of you rafi did you want to say something about that or um just it was great hearing paul and uh yeah thinking about becky uh it's always good i don't know not much to add yeah i think going to washington from now on is gonna be so different because we had so many plans of hanging out and everything and it's just even the group recordings are going to be different because she's made it to every single one of them, I think, except for last year. So there will always be a, a seat for you, Becky. Um, but I wondered if either of you have deleted tweets. I do not. I think as the... you know, I am not on Twitter. <laughs> as so I know no. you are on Twitter. but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Actually, um, I did check to see my drafts. Yes. And I think either at some point they got deleted or I deleted them so I literally don't have any but I did have a bunch saved in there before I don't know what happened the last time we did deleted tweets or the last time she did it you were at my house and I might have been one of the group recordings or maybe it was some other thing but anyway I remember I think that's the last time I had a, a deleted tweet because I don't really tweet that much the only time I do is just to post the show and that's pretty much it and for the most part, if I tweet when I'm drunk, those are the messages that I wish were deleted tweets. <laughs> but I think the last one that I had was, I read it on the show and it was something about George Harrison and some song. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have any deleted tweets and you don't either because you pretend not to be on Twitter. So cool. Good for you. Um, I've had a couple of thoughts that I was like, ooh, should I tweet this? Um, and then I've done one of them on Instagram, uh, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, not gonna do the Twitter thing. And I do still think that she should not call it deleted tweets. It should be called drafted tweets. And, uh, there's already a song, Lisa. We uh, can't, you know, but you know, Tom can come up with something on the, uh, off the cuff, but Daniel's deleted tweets were pretty great. And I like how he's like, well, I don't like clever, so I'm not going to put it out there. And sometimes I would have those where I'm like, this is a little too like, what are you working on a tight five? Like, no, this is embarrassing. But I think he actually does like it because he has so many of them. Tight five, name your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, running a train over here. All right. So I think, oh, I think it's time for. LK's Childish Chat. Oh, unless you have anything else for Monday. I sure don't. <laughs> and I think I speak for Ray when uh, I say, neither does he. Perfect. Childish Chat with LK. What? what? Childish Chat with LK. What? what? Childish Chat with LK. Okay, bringing it to you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is Lauren Kay with some Childish Chat. Um, Allison and Greg were talking about uh, cursing in front of your kids and... Um, Allison said, because because Elliot said to her, Mommy, why did you say, oh, gwit? Like, oh, gwit, you made a mess. Oh, gwit. Um, that was adorable, um, hearing her talk like that. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I try not to curse in front of my kids. Sometimes one will slip out if I'm like really mad or if I hurt myself or drop something and I'm not paying attention. Um, but they're old enough to know that that's, you know, not something that they can say in school. And I grew up in a house where there was definitely no cursing or a very uptight household, which was what Greg said. He grew up in, uh, there was no cursing in, in the house. Um, and he said, though, that his wife, Erin, they were allowed to curse in the house and that his, and he said that his wife, Erin, does curse around the kids. They talked about quarantine a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people are kind of tired of quarantine talk, but Greg said that he and his family had to uh, cancel a Cuba trip where he was going to actually be um, hanging out with some of Joey Diaz's family. Um, and he also has a, a trip planned to Ireland in August, um, and that's probably going to end up getting canceled too. So that's a real bummer. So John Henson was on this episode, um, and he and Greg actually went to the same college, but didn't meet until after uh, John left school. And um, they both used to do improv, too. John Henson has a first grader and a third grader, and um, his daughter, who's the younger one, is named Jojo, uh, which is the same name as Greg's daughter. Um, and he said, John Henson said that during the quarantine, his wife is doing most of the homeschool. Um, he said, so when he does help and like do some math with his, with his son or whatever, he kind of enjoys it just because his wife is doing the lion's share. So he can kind of come in and, you know, kind of more enjoy it. Um, he said he loves to cook and he's getting really into cooking during this time. And he said he, he is eating like he's going to the chair. Um, he said, uh, he's cooking things he's never made before, which I think a lot of people are doing. He said he made homemade donuts. Um, he made like coconut shrimp, like fancy stuff. Um, and he said he feels kind of bad to say it, but that he's enjoying all the family time. He's like playing video games with his son. He said his, his six-year-old daughter, um, has a very high cuteness factor. Um, and then he and Greg were both talking about, um, playing basketball with their sons and about like watching your kids advance at things like where it starts with you kind of having to let them win and you know helping them a little bit and then eventually you know you don't have to let them win anymore and then eventually they they win um <laughs> and it, it is fun it's really fun to watch that I remember playing um connect four with my son Noah one day and he beat me without me letting him win and I was just like oh my god like this is awesome <laughs> um and also like my husband wrestles with the boys and he says you know he can see them uh getting stronger and getting better at that too so it's really cool um in the news they said that um child care centers a lot of child care centers will not be able to reopen after all of this because of not getting enough help um during the quarantine um that's really sad Allison and Daniel are still paying their nanny even though they're not using her and Allison doesn't know how long they can or will be continuing to pay her without using her um, and John Henson said that he had paid for both of his kids to go to summer camp and that he had to call to get a refund and he was like slightly annoyed like thinking that they should have you know come to him to give him the refund um, and he said that they did also ask you know or do you want to let it ride and keep it for next year and uh, he said, no, no, he wanted the refund because he's thinking they're not going to be open next year. Um, 
But then there's the thing of like, well, maybe if more people would keep the money in it, then maybe they would be able to reopen. But I don't know, I can see both sides of that. And it all depends, I guess, on how much, you know, you're able to spend and how much you're comfortable to spend. I remember like earlier in the quarantine, um, Tony Thaxton posted something on Instagram and I saw a lot of people posting like, you know, if you have tickets to a show, if you could possibly not get the refund and let them keep it to kind of help help keep uh, their doors open. And uh, yeah, again, I can see both sides. It just depends what you can afford and are comfortable with. Greg asked Allison, like, if she's been having, um, like, alone happy time or, like, sex with Daniel, and Allison said, no, none of that's been going on, um, because of them being around the kids all the time and everything like that, um, and John Henson's, like, big into saying that, you know, you need to make time for your partner for intimacy and, um, you know, that the more you do it, the more you want to do it, and also just that it makes you feel closer, Greg shared a story about like kind of like slightly getting caught by his daughter. Um, he and his wife were having sex or about to <laughs> because both kids had left the house. And I guess his daughter came back into the house and was like, I forgot my sweater. And he said he and his wife had forgotten to close the door. And so like like their bedroom door and they were naked. And I don't think that his daughter saw them or anything, but like kind of knew what was happening. But that sounds rough. Uh, and Allison and Greg's highs and lows weren't super memorable this week, but, um, John Henson said his low. Okay. So he said his wife is really into riding bikes and like she and her family used to all ride bikes together and stuff, um, when she was a kid and like, so it's a great memory she has. And so he got bikes for, um, his whole family, put the bikes all together, um, which like awesome. What a great dad putting stuff together. And it sounds so nice. But um, like, so he said, it's this super nice thing for his wife, but for him, he's just like a huge ball of anxiety because it's hard for, you know, the kids to not crash into each other and just, you know, keeping everyone safe and, and it's really difficult. And I totally understand his side. I guess I, I, I would be more of the anxious one in this. Um, but he said, anyway, so his wife's like, they, so they're all riding together. They come to a hill and his wife's like, yes, let's go down the hill. And he can tell that it's not, like, safe. Um, and then he said he sees his daughter, who's not super great at the bike, and she goes, like, flying down the hill and hits a retaining wall. Um, and, like, she was okay, like, nothing major, but he did say that during that moment he hated his wife. <laughs> and that was really funny because he says really nice things about his wife at all other times. But I totally know how he feels. Like, when your kid gets hurt and you feel like it was somebody's fault, it's like you know, not a good feeling. Um, but, uh, I really liked John Henson on this episode and I never really liked him, uh, before very much. I think, uh, like Whitney had mentioned on here before it's, I think it's his voice. He just maybe doesn't sound casual. He sounds like really formal all the time to me. Um, but it sounds like he's such a nice dad and such a good husband. Um, so yeah, it was a fun one and, um, I hope everybody is doing all right. I like y'all so much. Bye-bye. Oh, Lauren, you're the best. Um, I feel like I need to listen to this episode because I do like John Henson a lot. And um, I'd be interested to hear. He seems like he's a good dad and a good husband. And that's always nice to hear. But um, so I we don't curse in front of the kids, but it definitely slips out probably more often than it should. Um, 
but I did grow up in a house where you didn't curse and like shut up was a really bad word that was like the end of everything for you if you said shut up um but Rafi did, were you allowed how was cursing in your household our parents let us do pretty much whatever um mm. also my older sister the middle one was the problem one so I think oh. I was just like they were just like yeah he ain't gonna do anything crazy oh, so you were the Owen <laughs> <laughs> pretty much um, also I don't know if being the only boy and also being the baby had anything to do um... with my preferential treatment but um, I was the bad influence kid who was like cursing at my friend's house oh. and um, <laughs> I remember one time me and my yeah one time me and my friend were at a Toys R Us and one of the employees that we were like kind of friendly with she was like, uh, you know, like when you get older, like it's not that cool to curse all the time. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. What is she talking about? <laughs> like, uh, and uh, yeah, nothing has changed. I'm still a foul-mouthed piece of garbage. You're still that guy. Um, I also love cooking already, but this quarantining has made me try even like more things and try and get more fancy with stuff. And I can't even think of anything specific, but like every dinner i feel like i mean there are some nights where i'm like fuck this we're having chicken nuggets and mac and cheese but um in general i try to get like pretty creative and like cook new stuff or just make like big fancy like every dish is used in the whole kitchen and um i don't know why because i hate cleaning but it's <laughs> it's been fun though to cook at least my wife who loves cooking is now burnt out on it oh. <laughs> And now uh, my daughter's uh, doing some of it. But she's like, I want to go out to eat, Aww. but like, uh, uh, I'm so sick of this shit. Having to think up new things every night. No, 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 no. Yes. And I'm like, I, I thought I'd never hear her say that, but it's gotten to that point. Yeah. And I thought that's where, because that's where I get in general, because I'm always cooking. And this time now I feel like, oh, cool. I can't wait. To, we, we like plan it out like a week ahead of time. Okay, this night we're going to do this and this like today I I got up early to, to put the carnitas in the slow cooker because I'm going to do like let it slow cook and then I'm going to like fry it up tonight and like we, we have this whole thing planned to do it and I thought we'll make this whole like day around it almost which is kind of fun but like I'm surprised I'm not burned out on it. Um, that sounds like a pain in the ass to yeah, be honest. Yeah. You know, I, I have a, a smoker but I've never used it because it's not an electric one. It's uh, the old school with yes. the that's just like you have to you gotta tend to it yeah. and you've got to make sure it's at the same means. Like that's yeah. not worth it. No. So we smoke something almost every single weekend. This is the first weekend that we're like, okay, let's make carnitas out of this pork instead of smoking it for once. Let's do something different. But but I got my husband an electric one for Father's Day, I think like two years ago or something like that. And it's like amazing. He's just like Every single time he goes to put it out, like put something in there, he's like, best smoker ever. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, tonight is going to be the first night where we actually um, get takeout from a restaurant. Mm. And that's only because it's our anniversary today. Aww, happy anniversary. And it's like, we usually do shit. And yes, I know. You know. Our anniversary was May 1st and... I had a reminder from like Google. Hey, don't forget you're going to Orange Hill restaurant. Um, next, uh, whatever. And I'm like, fuck you. 
<laughs> Thanks for nothing. Um, but that that night I did make food and I made an oh man, it was amazing. But yeah, like last night it was date night. I'm like, let's just get Lebanese food. Like I don't want to cook. Like let's have one night off where we're just like eating takeout and it was so fucking good. Like I can still taste that garlic. Ooh. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I've never had it. I don't think. What is Lebanese food? Is it is it like you know Middle Eastern? Yeah, like typical... hummus and falafel and grape okay. leaves and skewers and there's... yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, that's good. The my favorite thing they make is the spicy potatoes. It's like spicy potatoes, and then they have another thing called shanglish, which is like feta cheese and walnuts and tomatoes. Little Rafi would probably have a super allergic reaction to it, but I mixed, I put that on the potatoes, and it's, and then they have this homemade garlic sauce that is just like, tastes like pure raw garlic. It's amazing. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. oh, you're speaking my language. Yes. <laughs> I love garlic. Yeah. So last night, Mike and I were like, so we're probably not gonna be making out a bunch, but like that garlic, right? It's super good. <laughs> uh, did you guys talk yet about uh, Allison's birthday? A uh, tiny bit. I just talked about like the fact, like the control issue of it. But uh, what, what did we were? We actually just did childish chat, and then we we're going to move on to Thursday. But if you have something for Monday, talk about it. Um, just, just basically, I was, I felt kind of proud of Allison to let go of yes. controlling her gifts. <laughs> I totally agree. Which they mentioned the George Costanza doing the opposite. Yes. <laughs> uh, I. I did that at one point myself because I was um, I was just running into a string of bad luck. This was years and years ago, and where where my car would break down, I had a bad relationship that just fell apart, and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be the kinder, gentler Ray. The surly Ray isn't working anymore. Um, and the people around me were like, I'm I'm sick of you now. Oh, because <laughs> I, I was just like, it's fine. It's OK. He's like, who are you? And what did you do with Ray? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> How long did that last? <laughs> a, a couple months and until the point is like, I can't do this anymore. It's, <laughs> it's too much effort to be nice. Yeah, totally. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, when you get a gift, you'd be thankful. You don't have to say, well, I, I did. That's not the right color. That's not what I would have picked. Someone's giving you something. Say thank you, appreciate it. Even if you don't like it very much, just, you know, it's something you didn't have before and now you do. Right. I, I can always see the thought behind something that always makes me like the gift even more. Like somebody put time and effort into something. But I do like mm. that she Rick, just gave up the control. Like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy the moment. And I think that's so not Allison. And I think that's really cool. I know. I know. All right, I think it's time to talk about Thursday, shall we? Okay. See if we can make this under two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we were her little devil dog sent in by Justin Roberts on Patreon. And as we're coming to the end of the month, I'm guessing we're going to have a Patreon live stream soon, which will be super cool if she does Zoom again. Um, but that leads me to last week, she put a call out for me to repeat my car because she was going to say it this week and then she did not and by the way it was a card that i sent in via dr jen <laughs> so um it's funny that she just did not even pick it at all uh, i i didn't catch that devil dogs was was the carb yeah it was and uh do east coast people i mean west coast people even know what that is i think i only know because of did they talk about it on seinfeld i mean that's 
pretty much where I get most of my East Coast anything. But, well, and any kind of like snacks like that, I think. Because they're like, what, what are the equivalent to the West Coast? A Suzy Q. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I have, I just looked up Devil Dogs, never seen this before. Really? Um, I don't think it's been mentioned on Seinfeld, but it is from Drake's. That's why Um, I know it, because I got you Drake's coffee cakes and then Devil Dogs came up and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. But this looks like essentially what Hostess makes is a Suzy Q, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, it, the Suzy Q looks like an uglier version, actually. But I'm very, very familiar with Suzy Qs because there was a Hostess um, outlet or something, what, like oh, whatever yeah. you would call that. Yeah. Um, right, like a block from where I lived, uh, where I grew up. So we would go there every day. Oh my god. Suzy Qs are actually better than Devil Dogs. Really? I was never a fan. Really, the 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 cake part is too like I don't know, dense and oh. bready and. Susie Q's are moist. Ooh, my favorite word. What? Um, (laughs) I know everyone hates that word. Um, But Drake's did have some good stuff. Um, Yodels are good. Uh, Funny Bones were my favorite, which were, uh, they had like sweet peanut butter in the middle of them. Mm, Is that like the Nutty Bars? Like those little No, I mean, they're they're like chocolate cake. Oh, I know. Yes. And okay, so the ones you said butter. before that, the yodels, are those like Swiss cake rolls for hosts? Sort of. Yeah, okay. they're, they're smaller versions of that. Mm. I'm into all of these things. They're like subpar bakery goods, and I really like them all. I've been really getting into donuts a lot, and they're like not great. Yeah, Dr- Drake's is the poor man's version of Hostess, but... <laughs> In my little kid mind, I didn't think there was any difference. I figured everyone had Drake's and everyone had Hostess. Okay. Not knowing that Drake's is just regional. Yeah. I only knew it from Seinfeld. But then I would watch those goddamn Charlie Brown specials, and they had advertised zingers, which we could (gasps) never have because they didn't sell them in New England. And I came to California. I'm like, I'm going to eat a fucking zinger. And it sucked. I'm like, (laughs) Is that the one with the coconut? <laughs> uh, they they have different, yeah. There's yeah, I think so. There were they, they had their coconut covered. Yes, like sort a of like snowballs, but not. Yeah, yeah. They're they look delicious. All of those things look delicious, and they're all like not great, but no. Wait, they were they were like chocolate cake with cream in the middle, and they had like different frostings, so like strawberry one okay. or chocolate one. Or, yeah. So we had, I know somebody sent it in, it was the Chocodiles, which was like a chocolate-covered Twinkie, which we had, and I, I really enjoyed those a lot. So Devil Dogs apparently will be at the next group recording, so buckle up, everybody. <laughs> good, good luck finding some. You got to ship them in. I know. I'll. Well, you know what, Lauren? You can send me some Devil Dogs, no problem. <laughs> this episode was interesting to me, because Ken and Jordan... And Tony. And it was so literally a pack of devil dogs. Um, It was an interesting episode. I felt like it was very disjointed. I don't know. I know Allison said she was discombobulated and that could affect it. But it just felt like the dynamic was it was very much like you could tell that they were not in the same room. Like one of the first times that I could feel it where I thought, oh, man. And also, Allison asking for drops and jingles, I I just don't, 
really care for that either because it's kind of like either he's gonna do them or he's not but asking for it it's just kind of like okay i don't know what do you guys think um agreed and i think the dynamic was off because ken and jordan i don't feel really know each other yes so there was no uh camaraderie there right um yeah plus i i think you know ken and allison one-on-one do pretty well but when you mix canon with other people um i don't know if he's he's a team player as they say he's wicked solo um yeah and also he mentioned it's been tough for him to do these remote podcasts so it's kind of like okay this is just not playing to your strengths and i was excited to hear them on and then when i heard it, i thought oh man and i don't know if it's because i was just trying to get through it literally this morning so i could take notes um <laughs> but i just felt kind of like it it was a weird episode for me, but then they touched on a lot of things that were very interesting. And I think like the micro generations, which is so true. And I think about people that are just like two years older than me or two years younger than me. And like, what a difference that they were in the, the shows they were into or the bands that they were into. And, and I think that would be a really fun podcast is micro generations. I mean, you could do it forever. Yeah, I agree, and I hate being lumped in with baby boomers because I feel right. like I have very little in common with them. Um, but that is, it's like baby boomers uh, were born in 46 through 64. Oh, man. And I'm I'm at the very end of it. It's like, right. I don't have anything in common with these old fucking people. Right, and I, like, I got, I get lumped into Gen X, which... At the t- I remember at the time when they were saying Generation X, I was like, those are the people that were just like a few years older than me. And but now I'm lumped into that group. And but like the same with Allison, where like there were certain parts of like it is so funny how you can go by shows, really, because Facts of Life, I don't really remember the first you know iteration of it. But the second couple, like that was so part of my life. Facts of Life was. And so was Saved by the Bell. But also they talked about, um, what's the other one? Boy Meets World. That was like past my age group. So it's like, it's so funny how like you have these little like micro cosms of like, this is your little like generation. I knew Save the Body of the Bell sucked as well, but it was like my after school, like, all right, I'm going to make myself something to eat and watch Save by the Bell. Like that was just part of growing up. (laughs) Watching this subpar show. For me, the facts of life, uh, came on when I was like a late teen, mm. maybe even 20. And I'm like, eh, I don't care about this shit. Uh, right. I mean, I watched it because it was on. But yes. eh. Did you watch Square Pegs? Because that reminded me of Square Pegs when she was talking about I'm like, oh, my gosh, I totally remember like, I, I Square I did. And, and I did like it, even though um, I, I think that came out in 82 or so. That makes sense. Yeah. But I yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. It was different for its day. Now it looks dated as hell. Oh, my God. Square pegs, square pegs, square. Mm. <laughs> I should ask Allison if she ever watched that show. Because she and I are the same age for like six months of the year. But like a lot of things she talks about, I feel like she's just that next generation up of like just a, that much different. Even just one year. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Allison just turned 45, yes. right? Yeah. So I'll be 45 next January. And then she'll be 46, like six months after that or whatever it is. So we're like six months apart. But Oh, you guys, you guys are such babies. <laughs> I'm not even talking to you. <laughs> I don't know. Why are you? I don't know I don't why know. little Rafi's talking know. to either of us, to be honest. Yeah, true. 
<laughs> they talked about comfort TV. And I think about the more I hear about Ken and like all of the things that he, even like the podcast he does, the shows that he watches, the stuff that he buys, he is so, tr- and I know he'll be the first to admit this, like he's feeding that inner child that was never able to be a child. Like his, when we hear about his past and his growing up and like his mom, you know, killed herself at her, his house, like I think just what, five years ago? Oh yeah. I mean, just the, his growing up and his, I feel like he's, he's totally, trying to regain totally his child, compensating. Right? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Exactly. He's compensating. Exactly. That's the perfect word for it. He's just like hanging on to the childhood he never had. And it's made great did, entertainment. <laughs> did Did you see the the video stream of this? No. I need to watch these videos because uh, they're so enjoyable. Just, just catch a bite of it. You'll see like in Ken's background, it looks like a, a store. <laughs> Okay, so do you follow him on on Instagram? Because I follow him, and every single thing he posts, I'm like, first of all, he his house would be perfect for one of those like you're going on a road trip. Like this is the side of the road museum you need to stop at. He needs to make a museum of all of his shit. I mean, I would go. I would go check out all of his stuff. Uh, I I don't follow him on Instagram. I don't think, but I've I've seen his Twitter feed, and it's every day. Yeah, I mean, he he tweets a lot. And every day it's like he's he's playing with a new little yeah. toy of <laughs> So his collection reminds me of when I first discovered eBay, probably nineteen ninety eight, and I was just like, <laughs> Oh my god, I bought like every Mr. T collectible. <laughs> and like I, I was living with my friend, and I remember her mom was like, Uh oh, Lisa's got some more deliveries and I look on the front porch and it was just like a hundred packages from eBay, <laughs> all like Mr. T bullshit. And then like whatever else I got into after that. But that's what he reminds me of like the early days of eBay and he's living that life still. I have a cousin like him. Um, I, maybe it's a Massachusetts thing, but mm. I, re- I remember one, one of my birthdays, he, he shipped me a box full of a bunch of like, toys and novelty item shit and it's like ah oh, thank you um i don't know what i'm gonna do with this i put it a, put it away and i haven't played with them since but i'm like okay put it on but ebay it, i'll it, buy it no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah i mean if you look at his place he's got like gi joes and and all this shit and it's like you had all this shit when you were a kid dude i was there right <laughs> yeah what are you what are you doing with it now that's pretty funny. I, 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 this whole cabin tent thing is something that blows my mind. We've set up tents and had like, well, we've had parties where people like pass out in the tents in, the, in our backyard, but like we've also done little campouts with the kids or like we, when we used to have a trampoline, we did a camp out there. We just, like I said earlier, we got a new porch put on and Ruby's like, let's put a tent out here and have a camp out. So like, I understand that, but it, it does sound like it's funny that his wife's not really into this. So this is like his like... <laughs> Like his little timeout area. I'm gonna go hang out in my clubhouse, but I you... can't imagine what this tent looks no, like. I've never I'm like, heard it, of this. It's not a pop tent. This is like a a mash four o double seven tent where there's actual bunks and rooms and yes, closets. It must what? I hope he has a huge backyard because it sounds like a house. Speaking of big backyards, little Rafi, what do you think about this? <laughs> not that you have a big backyard. <laughs> Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what do I think about what? Well, Just this cabin, tents, or, or tents his, like... camping out, any of this stuff. Uh, 
If it doesn't involve and, Renee, you're not into it? I mean, it sounds okay for him. I wouldn't do that. Like like Allison, I kind of prefer to be in my bed. But yeah. um, I was raised camping and I love camping. Well, I used to love it. I think it, it got kind of burnt out for me a little bit. And it's not the hot being hot in a in a in a sleeping bag. It's the being cold at night and being like, oh my god, I'm never gonna like be warm again. Um, but I don't. I I do like camping. I like cooking on a fire and I like being. I especially love fishing. So like that, if we go camping and there's no water, I'm like, this is just getting drunk by a fire. I can do that in my backyard. <laughs> um, but this cabin tent thing i really need to see pictures of this because it's kind of blowing my mind we we had a tent that was like three rooms but that was like the most extravagant you know it had like a little sheet to separate the rooms it's not like it was closeted or anything what tents have rooms yeah it's this one big room this right? one we had one that had like three rooms so it had like the main room and then it had like two like side bedroom things but it's just literally separated by a sheet of like tent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, okay. So it's just a little bit bigger for like, especially when we had the kids were younger, we bring like their playpen and set it up in there and they had like their own little like space. But yeah, I, I need to see pictures of, of this. This sounds kind of amazing. Um, I don't know if I'm too old to camp anymore though. I, I, I might be unless I was with Renee. Like I said, if she's running the show, I'm, I'm there. Uh, Jordan, Jordan's podcast is becoming a movie and I think that is unprecedented. Like I can't even imagine, I guess I could see it being animated. Um, that's kind of crazy and super cool. And I wanted him to be on the show and I feel like he might be just like outside of our reach. <laughs> He's getting too big. You had the chance. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I think what? when he finds out who hosts this show, I think he'll be in. So you are hosting this show? <laughs> oh, I guess I shouldn't have taken a sip right when I... <laughs> oh, man. Um... But yeah, it, it kind of goes back to uh, the the olden days when radio shows became TV shows. Right. Uh, maybe that's the next wave and he's on the forefront. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I want to see Allison on TV. Yeah. The movie. The Allison movie? That'd be dope. Wait, I forgot. This didn't come up on the show, but remember he said if there's a season two of Bubble that mm. she is going to have a part? That's right. right. There's right. a movie. Is she uh, going to be in it? Huh? She better be. Animated uh, Allison? Uh, yes, please. And how un-Allison-y for, to not remind him of right? that. Right. <laughs> so true. Okay, someone needs a tweeter. I know Rafi's on Twitter exclusively, so he should probably tweet her right now. Um, they talked a little bit about TV and, uh, I, I, they were talking about, they're watching not even just TV, but like YouTube or like whatever, but they're watching things that are different than they usually would. And I'm wondering if you guys are watching anything weird or like different than you normally would just because we're looking for things to fill our time. I'm up on Netflix now. I, I resisted for many, many years until like a month ago. And uh, I got my, uh, well, actually, I got a new Blu-ray player that I can plug right into my um, my modem. So I so Netflix is, you know, there's no Wi-Fi involved. It's just connected. Oh. Um, so I, I I binged some of that stuff. Yeah, I and I go through I like see? phases of Hulu and Netflix where I don't 
I don't bounce back and forth. I just like stick to one until I feel like I've watched everything on it. And so now I have been on Netflix and they were talking about Dead to Me, which I'm so glad the second season came out. And it's such a great show. And on Friday nights for date night, we watch Ozark, which is really good, too. Yeah, I haven't been up on the dramas. I, I, I watched all the comedy specials. Um, I think I watched all the Dave Chappelle, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Um, oh, yeah, there was a special on LSD that's new. Oh, I, that's all. I added that to my and list. I think Allison mentioned that. I watched that. Was that any good? It was I... pretty good. Okay. It was pretty good. It, 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 it was accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I go through phases of like before I was on Hulu and I was watching only like true crime on like type of like shows where it's just like either unsolved or solved or like serial killer, like everything. Then I, I went, also or... watched. Oh, sorry. That's okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I also watched uh, world war two in color. Okay. I have that on my list as well, but that's like, I'm going to have to really dive into that one. But then on Netflix, I'm like, okay, I don't want any of this true crime anymore. I'm going to watch like, like, like I said, I was watching dead to me and then and working moms is such a good show. And there's probably like four seasons, which I love it when I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this show. And there's four seasons to get into. Like, yes, I love it. Um, and then with the kids, we watch I Love Lucy. And then we were watching um, Gilmore Girls like at dinner time with like the whole family. And so now that we've seen that a few times, we're watching The Middle, which I don't know if you've ever seen that show. But I, it's a nice like sitcom, funny, whatever I, I watched it through its run because my wife liked it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's over now. Um, right. They're not making any new ones. But yeah, that seems like something that would be good to binge. Yeah, it's pretty good. I it, And I watched it when it was out also. So now rewatching it, I don't even remember most of what's going on. So I'm like, oh, this is kind of like watching it all over again. Um, Ravi, I know you're not like on you're not on Netflix, but. What are you watching? Zip. Uh, <laughs> um, I watch uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm. uh, but it's not really holding my attention that much. So Do you feel like every I, episode is exactly the same episode. That's how I feel. Yeah, about kind of. Uh, okay, so I've seen it all because I've seen about two episodes of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Much. Exactly. Uh, and it's funny. I thought it was really funny, but uh, not enough for me to pursue it. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, my husband yeah. and my daughter watch that, and that's their their show that they watch. Besides, they watch Turn also, but that's their thing. Like, okay, we're all going to bed, and they sit up and watch either that or Turn. And it's kind of like I can I haven't even watched it all the way through once, and I'm like, I think I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I'm good. It's like Parks and Rec too. I feel it's like kind of it was good. It's fine, but like it just feels like it's the same kind of episode almost every time. Yeah, pretty, I mean, that's pretty much uh, the only thing I'm watching uh, because I don't watch uh, very much stuff on there. I do watch a lot of YouTube, like I've said, but, uh, mm -hmm. well, I might as well mention it now. Uh, later on, uh, Tony, <laughs> I forgot his name, uh, Tony was talking about uh, watching the Marble thing on mm -hmm. YouTube, and I was wondering why this was, like, popping up in my YouTube Recommended um, I guess everyone's into this now. I've never even heard I've of it. I've watched, yeah, it's, I actually saw one that was better to me. Tony tweeted out a clip and yeah, I was on Twitter. I just mm -hmm. let the, let mm -hmm. that uh, cat out of the bag. Secret tweet. Um, <laughs> he tweeted out a clip and I watched it 
and it was okay. Um, a little too long and too many marbles. But what I happened to see like a few weeks ago, also recommended in my feed, was essentially the same thing, but it was Hot Wheels. Um, and that was more Ooh. entertaining to me because I care about cars more than I do about marbles. And, uh, well, it wasn't just like Hot Wheels. It was like Matchbox, Hot Wheels, and there's another brand that I haven't heard of. It's like Kirk- um, Kirkland. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Okay, so I thought that they were saying Marvel. So I didn't realize it's marbles, which is, I don't even know what's worse. Can you explain to me what this is? This is my generation showing its age. There is some guy or guys who set up a track, essentially, like they okay. dig out a little track in like the dirt or whatever. And then they have this kind of like a, like if you've ever been to the dog track, they put like these marbles in a row and then the gate lifts up and they just via gravity start oh going down the track. Oh and uh, But there's commentators and Thank each marble has a name that. and stuff. Um, so you can watch Marbles Race. But this is what I wanted to talk about was the very strange YouTube channels that I watch. Mm -hmm. Because Daniel has been talking about it um, a few weeks ago. Uh, here are some of the stupid but just amazing uh, YouTube things that I watch. Uh, there's a guy called The Lockpicking Lawyer. And that's why I got into the lockpicking thing and I bought a practice lock, and I just picked uh, my first locks the other day. Sure, uh, easier first. than you think. <laughs> so lockpicking lawyer, he's great. There's a guy called The Detail Geek, I think, and he's a guy in Canada who is a professional car detailer, and I watch him wash cars. <laughs> it sounds fucking dumb, <laughs> but it's the best thing to watch before you go to bed. Um, I've described it as like ASMR for OCD people. If you like watching a carpet get shampooed, that's your guy. Obviously, the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Obviously. But everyone watches that. That's not weird. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what other dumb thing do I watch on there. Um, I'll get back to you. But I'm curious. Uh, I know Lisa has an aversion to it. Ray, do you or possibly your daughter? Uh, are you guys watching anything on YouTube? aversion to youtube i have an aversion no. to it no no I, I use youtube for music more than anything else like if I, if, whatever th song i can think of that it's on youtube so i'm like oh okay I'll just mm -hmm. play that um i don't actually watch youtube for video content very much my daughter is that's her tv Right. I think that's most kids. Like, I don't even think about YouTube as far as that. I think of it as, like, if I want to learn something or if I need a song for the show, that's where I go get it. That, but that's it. I, I never think about it for video content. And I, I keep saying I probably should, but I never do. I mean, there's all these detailing videos out there I could be watching. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there's, I mean, there's, like, literally anything you can think of. Like, I, um, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, a long, uh, a while back, there was a guy who reviews all the tools that they sell at Harbor Freight. Jesus. And oh, God. I was just like, uh, looking up a review for some, like, I was like, oh, I wonder if someone's reviewed this tool from Harbor Freight. Of Zip. course they have. This guy has a whole channel about it. Oh, I'm God. looking at my YouTube right now and I, here's another one. All right. I want to hear it. Man, man plus river. This is a guy who is a scuba diver and him and his friends go to rivers and they 
have a powerful magnet and they um, find like lost cell phones and return them to the owners. Like they oh, find God. sunglasses and At dumb first I was like, like ooh, that. that sounds cool. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, they'll find cell phones and then um, a lot of people who like go to the river put them in like these wa- waterproof oh, yeah. uh, bags. And then so the phone still works. He finds the person and they're like, yeah, I lost that phone like a year and a half ago. Like, are you kidding me? So they're like shocked that he returns it to them. Um, Trenton and Heath are these two guys in like North Carolina who are uh, cobblers and they repair shoes. Are they cot cobblers? Rafi, I'm getting a real it. peek into your brain. Real oh, snapshot. I- I, I did binge this one guy who restores old stuff, and that was satisfying. Oh. Yes, you just reminded me. There's a guy. Um, I'm, apparently, I'm not subscribed to him. I forget what his name is, but he like restores all kinds of shit. Like the last one was like a World War II lamp. Yeah, uh, like yeah, lamp. Like that. Yeah, and he just strips it down, like repairs the dents, gets rid of the rust, repaints it, and then it's just a working lamp like that he now has. All right, Rafi, next time you're over here, we're <laughs> going to go on YouTube. We're going to watch shows. You're going to show me these shows, and I need to like see if I can get hooked on these things. Here, here's the other thing. Uh, much like podcasts, I can't watch it at one time speed because I don't want to mm. just see a guy like sanding a piece of metal just... Oh, you can watch those at like multiple, like. Yeah, I put it at um, oh, for that guy, okay. the re- restoration dude. I put it at two times speed, um, and the sounds are better that way to me. Um, and the detailer guy, I put him at one and a half. So I like, would probably just like fast forward <laughs> to, the, to the end, like just see it from the beginning at the end. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> we are. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, YouTube is great for music. Um, if there's like an obscure rap song that was on a mixtape and I don't want to dig out my CDs because also I have no way to play CDs because it's 2020. I'm like, oh, I want to hear the um, uh, Busta Rhymes and Eminem and 50 Cent dissing Ja Rule uh, over Hail Mary. But where am I going to find that? Uh, YouTube, of course. Mm, that's what I was wondering. I was going to go try and find that today, too. Phew. All right, so you need my Netflix code so you can start watching some real shows. and um, But just don't leave anything weird in my list. <laughs> um, I do need that Netflix code uh-huh. just so I can watch uh, Drive to Survive again because I'm missing Formula One right now. Oh, that's so sad. Um, oh, wait. Yes. That also has to do with what they were talking about before the marbles is john oliver talking about sports um so the first nascar race with no audience was run like last weekend i think i watched the highlights of it it's fucking weird but cool and they're gonna do the same thing with formula one in july i believe and i will be watching it's gonna be weird but i'll watch there's no indy one the indianapolis this weekend right because there's, there's oh, I know. Oh. Okay, because they, oh. they had because this is the weekend for uh, Indy 500 and the Coca-Cola 600. Yeah, and this is the weekend that the uh, Monaco Grand Prix would be going on, and they always go on at the same time as the Indy 500. So yeah, you're right. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess they're not doing it. That's weird. Mm. Huh. 
So I'm just looking at tents right now. Because <laughs> I know. Are they intense? <laughs> it's called pitching tents. <laughs> um, yes, they're intense. Um, anything else from Thursday before we wrap this show up? Okay. First of all, uh, Ken mentioned he had a flight of, of floats. Mm, um, yes, so please. I'm wondering if you guys have done any other floats that are, sorry, flights that were not just like beer because i've done i think i've done an ice cream um flight of course i've done many beer flights i've done damn i feel like there's another alcoholic one i've done there is one because oh, you done, the mimosa flight yes and i think i've done a, a margarita flight as oh. well and I've there's done a, a place mimosa in one Denver. and a sangria one but I think the only Sounds food good. one was possibly a d- dessert flight where they're like, here's just an assortment of desserts. I don't know. I want to do this float flight, though. There's a place in Denver that I never got to go to called the Denver Bacon House, and they have a bacon flight. Ooh. So they have, like, maple bacon, your smoked bacon, whatever the fuck, um, which I thought would be interesting, but also not interesting enough to just go for that. Mm, Ray, any interesting flights? Um. The only thing that comes to mind is when you go to the Coca-Cola store in Las Vegas, you can get samples of soda from around the world. Um, Half of them are are undrinkable, nasty, but, geez, not really. All I can think of is that, and uh, I've had cheese samplers brought out, but... mm, no, the, the the float one sounded interesting, though. It was funny how he's like, there's cherry vanilla ice cream in this. And then he's like, and then cherry vanilla. I'm like, that sounds like pretty much the same thing you just first said. But I've you can't really beat a, a root beer float. Like, I've had a Coke float before. I've had probably like an orange soda one where it tastes like a creamsicle. But like, root beer float is kind of like the pinnacle. But I'd like a cherry ice cream in a Coke. That sounds kind of awesome. I don't like cherry flavored stuff very much. Like I don't like cherry Coke, but cherry vanilla in something might be okay. Like cherry Coke in a can tastes like shit, but like an actual cherry Coke from like a diner where they make it with a syrup is so good. And sometimes I'll just save the maraschino cherry syrup and just pour it in my Coke because who who doesn't need more sugar? That tastes more real, but again... Like actual cherries are good, but cherry flavored stuff, mm. not a big fan. Yeah. I like the fake maraschino cherry flavor, but I don't like the fake like cherry popsicle flavor or medicine, whatever. <laughs> That's what it no. tastes like to me. Um, Ken also was talking about that he's eating like a 12 year old that won a lawsuit, which I thought was funny. Um, but that got me thinking. I feel like when you're growing up, like you always heard of a kid like, oh, man, he got hit by a car and he got $15,000 and he bought like three skateboards. So I'm wondering, does anyone actually know someone who that happened to? Um, I guess my sister kind of had that. She was in a car accident and she got like, damn, I don't even remember how much it was. Not a lot. But um, does anyone know anyone that that happened to as like an actual kid? I think, I, oh, as a kid, no. Someone I knew got hit with a hockey puck, and he got something, but I can't remember. I can only think of, like, people that win, like, lifetime supply of, like, Uncle Ben's rice on Price is Right or something, where it's like, are they still eating <laughs> that rice now? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
really? Uh, how long do they expect you to live? Right. Like, what does that even mean? Like, I, I mean, I, did, did you get a shit ton all at once? Right. Or is it like, um, I need more now. Just please send over more. I don't know. I know I always yeah. hoped that I'd get hit by someone that was driving like a Mercedes or something. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be set for life on whatever it is. <laughs> but you yeah, know. but the joke's on you because they're in debt. Cause they exactly. <laughs> it's they a rental. Yeah, I, I've never come across a litigious kid before. Um, I do know people that have, have won lawsuits, but it barely paid their medical bills. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, yeah no. I think as a kid, I I would be afraid like if I got hit by a car that I would be in trouble. Right, you know, like you did something. Yeah, our yeah. neighbors have friends that won the lottery, and they are like the best people to have won the lottery because they were both I think financial advisors or something. So they like have these vacation houses. They have some nice cars, but like they're not going hog wild with like gold encrusted, uh, whatever yeah. statues or whatever all over their house. They're just like. They're right-minded. <laughs> yeah, if you're poor and all of a sudden you, you've come into some money, you become like Elvis. Yeah, exactly. Wearing gold and buying stupid You become shit. like Ken Reed and you buy like every sleeping <laughs> bag, new old stock on eBay. <laughs> That's crazy. It really is. That, like, his wife is a saint. <laughs> I think living with him might be a little, little hard. But entertaining, but hard. And the last thing I wrote down uh, going back to Netflix is that Ken Reed refuses to watch Tiger King, much like me. Same. Um, I said that it was exploitative, and also I just don't want to see that show. It I sounds yeah. very uninteresting. Same. Same. I yeah. have no interest. Um, it sounds like these people are train wrecks. Um, Which I typically I watch- like, but not that, not in that way. Yeah, I don't know. My my wife loves to watch the the TLC shows about these like fucked up families. And like, why do you do that? It's like I don't know. It's entertaining. <laughs> well, it's entertaining <laughs> to see what else is out there in the world. Like, I like the stupid housewives chains. Like, stupid. But the tiger thing. I, part of me is like, everybody's watching the show. I'm never gonna watch it because everybody else is. And and that's what happened to me with Twin Peaks. I was like, everybody likes this stupid show. And then later, I'm like, damn it, I really missed out on a good show. But I don't. I don't think that'll <laughs> be the same with this tiger. It just didn't sound interesting to me. I know. I, I saw a picture of that guy, and he looks like that yes. um, dog, the bounty hunter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's got the, the the crazy mullet. It's like his younger days. <laughs> Dog pass. bounty hunter early days, pass. early years. Yeah, no, pass. Pass. And I don't like seeing that picture and I don't want to be and Netflix stop trying to recommend it to me, please. I don't want to see this thing. Agreed. Agreed. Ray, anything else from Thursday? No, but um oh one thing, um, if you've seen the video of, of Daniel's uh intro, he's got a fro happening now. Oh. And uh you know, his beard's fill, filling in, and I'm like, dude, I, I feel like uh, akin to this guy because I'm also becoming very hairy. <laughs> I'm, I've gone from from like early Beatles to like mid Beatles. I'll be Sergeant Pepper shortly. <laughs> and I'm like, but everyone around me is like either shaved really short and they can do it themselves, or they're ponytail, which Ooh. doesn't, you know. Oh, new. No. You would be Todd Gack. Is that is it Todd Gack? Um, I I see a lot of people with fresh haircuts. I'm like, where are you going? What's happening? Really? Yes. Hook me up, dude. I know. 
apparently there's like this barbershop down the street that the guy just started doing it out of his garage now. So that's where Larry's been going. And then I saw someone else yesterday. I'm like, that looks like a fresh cut. And this place down the street from us where Mike usually goes, uh, he said they're open, but you can just go in one at a time. And it's like, okay. Hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know if you're supposed to be open, but. Uh, at this point, I'm just tempted to get a bowl and give my like, Mo from the Three Stooges oh, haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Other cuts. Yeah, I, I've i been trimming my bangs, which I stupidly did on Mother's Day, just in time for Megan to come surprise me so I can get a picture taken of, with it. And, um, but other than that, like, I, I got some hair dye and I was going to do my hair and I'm like, eh, I will at some point, I guess. I, I, I think I'm losing interest, but I think maybe it's easier being a girl because my hair is now past my waist and it's just like, eh, whatever. But it kind of looks good on Daniel. Really? Okay, I need to see this. And I think they need to video the um the Monday episodes too. I think that'd be kind of fun to do like a little bit at least because it's kind of fun to watch. I guess I don't know how they would do that though. Yeah, I I, I watch a few minutes because I've already listened, so I don't need to hear it right. again. And that's kind of why I haven't seen it, but it does add an extra layer of fun to see the reactions and the facial expressions and all that. See if it matches my theater of the mind. Yes, exactly. Like this episode, this Thursday episode, I pictured them all on their phones. Like I don't, they, I feel like they're all on just like different wavelengths. It just didn't feel like it meshed, but still good it, content. Yeah. It was just worth it just to see Ken's background <laughs> of, of, of toys <laughs> and neon. And I still know, think like his life would be a great, like, one of those, like a dramedy, really, like a good show to watch. Just like all the shit that he went through as a kid and like growing up and just his life now just sounds, I don't know, just sounds like I would want to watch it. It's kind of like your wife watching TLC. It's like, oh man, oh, it's easier to watch from afar. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I think that's a good place to end it since we're closing in on the two hour mark. I was like, oh, we don't have a lot to talk about. This should be quick. <laughs> right. Um, but it's always nice talking with you guys. And uh, next week, I think we have Dr. Jen and Lauren Kelly. So that'll be fun. And uh, the June calendar is up on the Facebook page. So if anybody wants to be on, we've got a few days open still, I think, or some slots open. And Or email me, bfancast at gmail.com. Follow show. You know where. Who cares? <laughs> Little Rafi, where can we find you? Um, it turns out next weekend, apparently I'm going to be busy <laughs> oh. um, doing this show with my lovely friends, of course, is what I meant. Um, don't fucking bother trying to find me. He'll be busy pitching a tent. Uh, Ray Morgan, where can we find you? Well, uh, great to catch up with you guys again. Um, um, I'm Ray III on Twitter. Um, and, uh, you can find me on the Facebook fan page and if anybody wants to do i'm trying to get as many thank you for being a fan episodes where it's just one-on-one -on -one or two-on-one where we t you talk about yourself talk about how you became an allison fan and it's been fun to chat with people and look forward to recording and i don't have any right now so i still have to put super fan megan's out which i'll hopefully put out this weekend and then after that i have nothing so if anybody wants to do that hit me up because bffs uh hey man if oh, you're so yeah. inclined you want to do it, it again <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I did it with Jason, though, several years ago. Yeah, it was BYOF so at the much, time. There was so much left unsaid. I know. Well, then <laughs> let's do this. I, oh, yeah. You know what? I hit up Scott Marquez. I want uh, him to do a show and also Paul. So 
I'm it's in the works. I'm trying to like oh and also Kelly Lundquist and Dr. Jen. So I've hit all these people up, Ashley, Jason, everybody. And so I'm just kind of like waiting for it to actually happen because it's fun. I like talking with everybody. So Ray, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. BFFs, you are the fucking best. Thank you and good night. Good night. <laughs> My God. What am I, Elliot? <laughs> Machiavelli, rest in peace. Erratti. Too much Bacardi in his body. Motherfucker, 12K shoddy. That he shall be the lost begotten seed of two parts of lead us in the streams and the ways of the man. Follow me. Keep my best best in Fox best. Come get me. If you motherfuckers want shady, if Pop was still here now, he could never ride with ya. Nah, 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 nah. You ain't no killer, you a pussy. That ecstasy done got you all emotional and mushy. Bitches wearing rags and photos. Jai's words being quoted in the store, stealing pot shit like he just wrote it. You live miles, pray to God, hoping no one's listening. See 50 coming for me. Oh my God, my, my position, no one will pay attention to me. Please, got it. Here I go. Give me this pill. Ecstasy done got me feeling so invincible. Now all of a sudden, I'm a fucking madman. Screams like I'm Pac, but I'm not. Enemies, Hennessy. Acting like I'm great, but I'm fake. I'm crazy. Sweat, twit. Get me off this trip. Someone stop this train. Some say my brain is all corrupted. Talk from this shit. I'm stuck. I'm addicted to these drugs. I'ma quit saying motherfuckers names before somebody fucks me up. Ain't no pussies over here, partner. See you in hell, fucker. Come get me. Motherfucker, if you want shade. If I was still here now, he would never ride with ya. Makers. Never realized the precious time that bitch niggas is wasted. Institutionalized my bitches, bring me product by the bundles. Hustle hard for myself, to you unit motherfucker. We ballin', catch me count cheese and when I'm callin', can you set my call? See you let me sip on here to see. Can I sip some more? Hell, I done been to jail, I ain't scared. Mama checkin' in my bedroom, I ain't dead. I got a head with no screws in it. Motherfuckers thinkin' they can stop 50. They losing it, little nigga named Jai think he lied like me. Talking about he left the hospital, took nine like me. You living fantasies, nigga. I reject your deposit. When your little sweet ass gonna come out of the closet? Now he wanting why DMX blow them out. Next time grown folks talking, bitch, close your mouth. Peep me, I take this wall shit deeply. There seen too many real niggas ball. I let these bitch niggas beat me black. Use a motherfucking punk or you'll see me with gloves. Quit scaring them fucking kids with your ugly ass mouth. And you can tell them niggas you roll with whatever you want. But you and I know what's going on. Nigga, payback. Tied, know your bitch ass from way back. When it's me strapped with Max, knew I don't play that. All these old rappers trying to advance. It's all over now, I take it like a man. <laughs> Herb looking like Larry Holmes, flabby and sick. Trying to play a hit on my shit. Made a fat dick. Loving this shit, this how you made me Feeling like I got you niggas crazy Uh-huh, against all odds Open my dog, motherfuckers, no This be the realest shit I ever wrote Against all odds Up in the studio, getting blown To the truest shit I ever spoke Hey yo, I've been one of the most Bitch. humble Rep the streets to the call Hey Jeffrey, what the fuck you coming
come involving me for It's been a long time coming Like a blessing to check you See 106 and Park fans Don't even fucking respect you It's kinda funny When I be pop When I fake like these dog Running around Talking shit that he ain't capable of Now let me off this cocksucker Watch me handle you nigga If I recall Violator used to manage you nigga Then took a closer look And realized you was an imposter There's never been a violator On a murder ink roster Dumbass Now who shoot Shoot Aw, oh, made you look. You said boss singing the same old hook. You stupid. If y'all shooting, I take a look at your man. The bitch shot herself in front of Def Jam. Shut up, all ass nigga. Start adjusting your plans. You let the streets down, nigga. Apologize to your fans. Watch you pull a little stunt like we ain't know what it was. Little faggot desperate trying to reestablish a buzz. I know this shit is driving you crazy. You wondering how. The streets ain't never want you, Beatrice. What you gonna do now? Now, if you wanna beef with me, then I'm beefing with you. I think the about the game and what it's like and what would it be without you finished i ain't trying to repeat this just because i'm cool shouldn't take my kindness for weakness oh, <laughs> it was fun next time you got a problem man address me before you try to make shit a public issue homie now i'm gonna return back to my regular self and have fun again